World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast. It is show. Me host. Guests here. Not introduced yet. Uh, I'm going to stop that caveman talk. <laughs> One thing I hate when children's cartoons do is when they do an episode where all the characters is cavemen and uh, they all talk like that. It's yeah. the worst goddamn thing in the entire universe. Uh, I hate it. Uh, so you hate the Flintstones. No, they talk like regular people. That's fine. Um, I could even probably deal with the Crudes, but I'm never going to because it has horrible character design. <laughs> I um, love I love the Flintstones because uh, I love to hear uh, what the dinosaurs are willing to do for a living. <laughs> I love yeah, to hear about their plight. Capitalism has even ruined caveman times. <laughs> uh, they, they were not the uh, collectivists and uh, hunter-gatherers that we thought they were. They were actually the, uh, the bourgeois keeping the proletariat dinosaur down. <laughs> this isn't a, a caveman politics podcast. It's a creepypasta podcast. And today I have two returning guests, fan favorites. Please welcome back to the show, Phil Corso. Hi, here I am. Alive, and- maybe. And Judd Boomerang. Hello, that's my name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this episode, we're going to talk about a, uh, I guess, famous creepypasta. I've had it suggested a couple times. Um, It's called Feed the Pig. It's from Reddit No Sleep. Um, And... It was on our suggestion list, and uh, we had, like, another guest lined up who was maybe going to bring this story to us, but now it's Phil's story, so I'm going to make Phil recap Feed the Pig for us. Uh, So I read Feed the Pig, and I I kind of liked it um, a whole lot. I I thought it had... Uh, a very um, kind of like full, full, well thought out world that it drops this uh, straight man character into. It it feels like the hints that it gives this straight man character from the beginning tease at this like uh, bigger world, and so that's that drew me in with Feed the Pig from the beginning. So it starts with this guy who opens his eyes uh, slowly. His head is like hurting. Uh, he's thirsty. Uh, he licked his lips. His mouth is very dry. He kind of feels like his throat is on fire. And he finds out that he's uh, he starts to sort of come to consciousness. He realizes he's in a room that is uh, uh, he's in a chair. And um, he's like trapped in this room. And there is a hallway. There's a door in front of him with that leads out to a hallway, and he can he can see out there. He can hear sounds echoing off the hallway walls outside the door, screaming, clanging, howling, all very distant. But that all very distant. But that did nothing to help calm my nerves. So you you feel that there's this world around him. You're already sort of getting the sense: is this guy dead? Is this like a sort of purgatory sort of place? It doesn't really. It, it has that like. They describe hallways and, like, bricks and things like that. So, you get sort of a sense of a kind of purgatory kind of place, like a middling sort of place. It's not a hellfire brimstone either. Uh, So, 
anyway, you find out that um, you meet a couple of ca- we meet a couple of characters in this place. Uh, there is the first person that he meets right is is, is the young boy and uh, the guy who comes in after him. Uh, he's visited by this sort of like small child who asks him these like. Um, who speaks to him sort of cryptically, you did a bad thing, right? Yeah. And, um, and another guy comes in and just like, you know, it's all very cryptic warning. This other guy comes in and just like blows this kid's head off, right? Like with a shotgun. It's very clearly meant to be like, uh, a harrowing scene that takes place in this guy's room to like freak him out, right? You know, yeah. it's it sort of seems like this place is kind of arranged to for these like very shadowy and like d- disturbing tableaus to sort of come up. Um, and so, yeah, you you do sort of find out eventually. This other gentleman comes into his room who seems to know sort of what's going on. I forget what's his name, Danny. Um, Danny, yeah, yeah. And so Danny shows up and, you know, you can tell that he's going to be, when he shows up, he's very calm, cool, right? He's dressed well or something. Um, and, uh, you can tell that he's going to be your sort of like guide through this, right? Your Obi-Wan Kenobi for what's going on here. Um, and yeah, so he starts to, uh, sort of cryptically talk the, the, the first time that they meet about, uh, the pig and you're going to have to. Uh, uh, if you want to stay here, he explains that it's like purgatory, right? And that God, this is this is where God says, sends the souls who have ended their own life, suicidals. So this is where people go who have committed suicide. He doesn't know what to do with you, neither does the devil. Um, so we are now, at this point, it's solidified like Christian mythology, right? So... Um, uh, so that's, that's the kind of storytelling that we're dealing with here. And, uh, he gives this guy like an ultimatum to think about. The Black Farm is a circus of freaks and monsters and it's your eternity. You can always, but you can always feed the pig. He's like, what does that mean? It's as simple as that. Feed the pig. If you do so, there's a chance he'll send you back to your life. And what happens if I don't? Um, uh, and so, you know, this is sort of where uh, I come up with maybe like a narrative thing where uh, he starts saying, um, I want to feed the pig, you know, without ever sort of questioning it. And, and, and at this point, as a reader, I was very much being like, oh, it means he's going to have to like, he's going to have to crawl into the pig's mouth probably and like, and feed the pig with his own mortal flesh golem. Um, yeah, I, I figured like, it, it sounded like he was trying, like the author was trying to make us think it was a metaphor, but I'm like, mm this is going to be literal. And yeah. there's, this, this author is dealing with, like, monsters who jizz dead ants. Like, he's not... Yeah, that's nothing, right. I skipped over that part, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing subtle about this world. No, I think that happens the second uh, after Danny leaves while he's like, hey, wait to decide. Oh. And then we get a whole, like, parade of a marathon uh, of uh, <laughs> just, like, gross monsters, including a uh, right, big fat he- guy who jacks off until he is dead ants everywhere. Right. Oh, don't forget the naked, armless uh, snake, uh, bald, scabby snake man who uh, <laughs> he's wearing a leash, just followed by his like uh, fat gimp. Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. That was a fun read. Yeah, a lot of uh, sort of crazy, crazy characters uh, live here. Um, yeah, it's a real sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so he meets, who does he meet? He meets a couple of other important people. Um, 
Yeah, I think some important. I don't. Uh, is there a lady? Yeah, there's a lady yeah, there's who's a like, lady. Oh, I wish I had. I she is she like don't feed the pig or is she like oh, I wish I had fed the pig. I think she's yeah. She says she she chose not. That's right. She chose not to, and uh, she decided to uh, like she decided to cut her teeth in this place and to make this place her eternity. Right. So we're encountering all these people who have chosen all these different positions, right? Uh, who have all these sort of like different moral positions, which I think is a really like nice you know kind of uh, he it's it's it doesn't seem too forced, right? It's and it's a nice narrative sort of like sway to to get the the. Reader to maybe align with one of these characters or something like that, um, and I, th- I thought he did that. Uh, this or this author did that rather nicely. Um, uh, she paused and took one look over her shoulder. Her eyes darted around, and her voice dropped to a whisper: "Feed the pig." And with that, she was gone. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so she tells him like, "Don't I, uh, be here, please." <laughs> she, yeah, she says she says that she's done this, but then she also says, "Don't do what I did." Um, yeah, so uh, eventually he calls out for Danny. He says, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Sounds like you really thought a lot about it since I left you. So that this is when Danny starts to lead him, right? Yeah, he um, leads him uh, to down go the he, Does he blindfold him first, right? Yeah, I think he blindfolds him first. And he's like, all right, time, let's go feed the pig. <laughs> we meet our final, like, sort of guy before we come upon the pig. Right, and it's just this like it's this like very neutral sort of character. You never actually see it, even. It's just kind of like because he's blindfolded, right? So it's, you hear this like flesh just kind of like slapping on the floor, following them. <laughs> and he yeah. he speaks he speaks in like kind of like a Cockney English, right? Going to feed the piggy, are ya? Like uh, and um, something. Yeah, whispered I listened in my ear. to the story on the No he's Sleep podcast. Baby. It was like an you hour sure long. All ever they employed so, a whole crew of voice actors for all that stuff. Um, I'm I just I just want to say really quick, Jeff. What I know, happened? Uh, oh no, Phil is gone. Is the Phil again? Our VoIP connection to Phil has I'm having failed. Some trouble with my internet connection. I'm just saying. So you might hear me talking he's over other phone. people in the podcast right now. No, he's on a computer now. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's better. I'm uh, yeah. I don't know. I, we had a little hiccup there. Um, yeah, uh, the last thing I mentioned was that I listened to this on the No Sleep podcast, and they had a whole cast of voice actors for all that stuff. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, I'll have, I'll have to give that a listen. I didn't, I didn't see that, uh, but yeah, I'll have to give that a listen. That sounds really good. I, I really do like the sort of little cast of characters that this person came up with. I thought they all came across as very well-rounded and for specific purposes and things and they fit really well into their uh into their contexts and their little narrative niches of danny of uh the guy not danny the guy being blindfolded so you can't see this weird slapping flesh creature and so you know he doubles in on the audio stuff uh the oral the stuff and that's really good um mm. uh yeah is that it? That, oh no! And then he gets well, to the pig. Gets to the pig, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the end. Uh, here we go. <laughs> pig story. <laughs> that's story the end. <laughs> Goodbye. So, so they get to the pig, and um, yeah, and so he he's blindfolded, right? And he feels this like hot sort of like air just like coming down onto him from above and he realizes that it's like the ex the exhaled right uh, air from this enormous snout from this pig that's looking down on him yeah and um so he doesn't the, the pig doesn't like talk or anything like that right 
Um, so, yeah, it just makes pig sounds. Yeah, it just makes pig sounds. It's, uh, it's, that was another sort of like nice thing that I liked about this is that earlier in the story, the, you, you might get the sense that the, that the pig is like a sort of like somewhat normally behaving sentient creature, right? Who like walks around and talks. They talk about him being like created by God to watch over this part. So you might imagine him as like some, like a deity who has like at least the communicative skills, but no, you come to it and you find out that it's this kind of it's like just a big ass pig a huge fucking yeah. writhing pig and i, <laughs> like I, I big, yeah gammon. right exactly and I, I really like that that the sort of the watchful deity about this guy comes from this sort of place of uh complete non-communication right because that's the kind of place that this is none of these all of these beings are in complete chaos nobody's nobody's communicating well with each other and this is a really nice uh wrap up of that i thought the pig was um so yeah so that's just what happens he says climb in right that's what it culminates in and the guy's like huh (laughs) you know what i mean um which i you know i guess fine the story is so is I, i thought was so nice in so many other ways i can't really fault them too much um so yeah, so he climbs in and the guy just the pig just starts to chew him up basically and it's like his legs snap and his his uh you know, he feels his arm like bust open in two and his it's all very like visceral body horror. Uh, talking about his mortal form being split asunder, right? Um, yeah, it reminds so, me of Big Gulp. I haven't listened to that. I'm not really either. sure. I don't even know. Is it real? Is it actually real? I I keep hearing about it. I'll have to give it a listen once. Um, you'll never you'll never know unless you donate to Maximum. To Max Fun. That's right. It's yeah. a bonus. It's a bonus Max Fun thing. Um, anyway, so yeah, so he does it. You know, uh, one thing I forgot to mention is throughout the story, doesn't he like think about his? He th- does he think about why he killed himself and his wife and stuff like that? Something about it. I he said it. Oh in yeah, the he, he had no job and his wife left him. Right? Was that also, it? Yeah, and then he was going to lose his house and his wife was cheating on him. Also, and oh, so he yeah. went to the yeah. shed and he hung himself. That was another sort of like very kind of like for how nicely some of this story is written. I thought like I thought that was kind of like basic, you know, sort of like uh, oh I. I left my job and now nobody I lost my job and so nobody likes me um yeah so uh so yeah so he so that's what happens right he he gets uh he gets chewed up by this pig and um he just starts to like you know it it morphs like darkness you know we get a little bit of uh sort of more vague to make the transition here darkness falling screaming I was screaming heat so intense it felt like I would keep falling forever I stopped falling I was lying on the floor and then he sort of like in another I I thought kind of nice narrative tie he he brings it back to like the very beginning of the story where he says I slowly opened my eyes uh my throat he felt his throat because you know you find we found out that he hung himself so that's why he's got a lot of focus on his throat hurting throughout the story um yeah and i just thought i thought the author took took a lot of opportunities to build on a a lot of like these nice sort of like detailed storytelling details you know things about uh talking about his throat and being parched I, I, i thought i thought they did some nice exploration with the themes and the motifs yeah now, Judd, how how did you feel about this story? Um, 
I mean, I agree with Phil in a lot of regards like that. I, I thought the language um, was really immersive. Um, I thought that person had a, a pretty good way with words, especially with the, the gore. I mean, it, you know, when you're describing gory things, there's like a... It's, a, it's really easy to cross that line into just like being, I don't know, too too gross or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's really easy to just go overboard with it. Um, and I thought they found a pretty good line and kind of stuck to it. Um, the ending, wow. which I don't know if, if Phil um, fucked about. Like, yeah, did we get to that? End. Yeah. Oh, he, no, I think I left it off at the end there. Yeah, yeah where the guy is like, um, you know, he goes, oh, crap. I, you know, wow, that kind of puts everything into perspective. He's like, I'm going to live every day to the fullest. I'm going to devote myself to helping others and try to reach out to as many suicidals and blah, blah, blah. Um, he said, he said, I don't, I don't want anyone else to have to witness the horrors of suicide. I didn't want anyone else to have to feed the pig. Um, and I thought it was interesting because when he, you know, when he was going into it, he was like, I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost my wife. I lo- I'm going to lose the house. Like, this is the worst. I'm going to kill myself. And he came back after experiencing all that shit. And he's like, wow, okay, life itself is just, like, pretty important. Um, so, I'm just going to – I'm, like, okay with that. Like, I guess living is still pretty good. I guess better than the alternative of living forever with some freaky masturbating guys and a snake man and, <laughs> and ant jizz and all that stuff. It's better than it. the alternative. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I, I really liked it. It's a lot um, – the imagery was a lot scarier than I think a lot of other – creepypastas that we've read. Um, yeah. And- now, <laughs> here's the twist. Uh, I thought this story was dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to this and was like, mm, this is another like Russian sleep experiment, where it's just a gross-out creepypasta. Um, but it's so ludicrous that I found it kind of charming. Like, the gross snake man and the jack-off monster. Um, <laughs> right. It's, like, so over-the-top dumb. He's like, oh, I'm getting uh, crunched up by the pig. Oh, it hurts so bad. It's like, <laughs> It's so ludicrous that um, I could see the appeal there, but man, I did not think that it was a particularly thoughtfully crafted story. Are you are you not, are you sure you're not just jaded, Jeff? At this point, you've read like a thousand creepypastas, and you're like, really, nothing nothing's gonna do it for me unless it's like game changing. Well, that's the thing, though. I have read so many bad ones that my threshold for a story being good is incredibly low. It just has to like be any thing. <laughs> and this this one just didn't do it for me. Um, but it's very it's pretty popular. So I'm the wrong one, obviously. <laughs> uh, it was May 2016's um, scariest story. Oh, we should credit the author. It's Elias cool. Witherow. Um, he's probably written other No Sleep stories. Uh, and if you listen to the No Sleep podcast, their April Fool's joke this year was uh, Feed the Pig 2, and it was like a really bad story that had nothing to do with Feed the Pig. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You'll make uh, the switch. <laughs> it's, um... It, this, hmm, it's hard for me to parse how I feel about this story. I, it just seems predictable, and the gross-out stuff was, like, just gross and not scary. Um, and I keep coming back to that guy who, uh, the jack-off monster who jizzed dead ants. <laughs> like, the most ludicrous thing I've read in a story. Um, it's just so much, um... 
I believe the youths a few years ago would have said that this story was so extra. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what that term has been replaced with in today's <laughs> par- parlance, but this story is very, very extra. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It's just a lot. <laughs> There's so much what, of it. <laughs> what What would you like to see... Like, are there any, you know, like, ways that this author was going that he could have gone down that that he didn't, that you think might have been worthwhile to be explored instead of what he did? I don't know. I don't know. He had the skills. Like, it's not a badly constructed story, like, but I just don't like the plot or the characters, which I, no matter how tight, no matter how tight the prose is, if if I don't like the plot or the characters, I'm not really going to like the story. Yeah. Um, it's seemed a little it's it's um theology was a little weird yeah um because like okay yeah this is the place where people who kill themselves go what why why i mean like <laughs> yeah if you're gonna do christian bible why is there a different hell for people who killed themselves because mm-hmm. they just go to regular hell according to the bible right yeah, yeah. it's it's it, it comes out of that like there's that movie that robin williams was in which i thought of a little bit called uh, what dreams may come where they're like his wife he dies his wife killed himself and so in the afterlife he's like there's all things like, oh, people who kill themselves, oh, they go to fucking hell. <laughs> and he's like, so he's got to go to hell to go save her, um, or to try and get her out from hell to heaven. And uh, this yeah. felt like that, you know, if 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 it felt like maybe it came out of like a somebody who's lived through a church tradition where like the people in the church, like you know, uh, focus on specific things like that. Maybe there's a youth group right that where like don't hurt yourself is one of like the big things that they talk about. Um, um, yeah, I, I think it's playing. Community. I think it's playing with the ambiguity of uh, people who kill themselves aren't supposed to get into heaven, but people with mental illnesses aren't supposed to be like able to go to hell. So yeah, right. That that I get, but why would they go to like Hell Junior? <laughs> <laughs> right. Why wouldn't it just be like a waiting room? Why are there like jack off devils? Like he- what is? <laughs> Diet hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, like, I guess I, I, I think I think actually that's part of the. I, I think that the author is purposely tying that into the story when he gives you the the promise of hell. Right? It's like he, you might go to hell and you're like, what the fuck could it be? And you know, you sort of when I think of like when I think of like most generic, most like common denominator Christian hell. Right? I think of like a a person like stuck in place by chains and shit being whipped constantly by like laughing devils and demons <laughs> right that's like exactly the image that I imagine I don't know if that's right or or common but uh but yeah like on the spectrum of this to that I think that's pretty reasonable yeah um, yeah uh, what what's up Judd I I was thinking um if if we were talking about ways to improve the story I was definitely thinking that uh from the beginning kind of went you know he put pedal to the metal and he just never let up you know like if he if he had maybe stopped and tried to you know put a a, you know how like when you when you play like a horror game or you're watching a horror movie or something it's not horror all the time there has to be those quiet moments where the horror kind of builds up and 
and... you don't meet Pyramid Head first. You right. see, like, a weird shape in the distance, and it turns out to be a, like, normal monster. Yeah, it, it's, it's, gotta, right. it's gotta be built up, because you, you start to get kind of, like, mentally exhausted. You're just experiencing horror constantly. It kind of loses the effect. Like, you get oversaturated with whatever, um, you know, at, at, by the time you reach the, the, the fifth, like, you know, jizz ant guy, like, the, the what is going to scare you at that point? Like, you've already seen everything. Like, it shows its cards, I think, a little too fast and too soon and, and doesn't have any surprises left. And if the big surprise was supposed to be Feed the Pig, well, guess what? You shouldn't have made the title Feed the Pig. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, did, that little, that. did that little boy at the beginning kill himself? Why does he no, have to be guy, here? Some guy, like, ran in with a shotgun and just put him up to the wall and blew his fucking head. Well, why is he? Why is he here in the first place? <laughs> he's is like, he like a, so a little boy I mean, demon. That's Maybe. what. That's what I think. That's what I think. It's. It's it, where the see. I, that I, I think the author is creating like those uncertainties, right? Like, are some of the things who are here demons meant to torment the people who are here? Was that a person who literally just like lost their shot and now they're going to hell because they just got their head I blown, mean, he was blown like off? Eight years old. He either. He either yeah. was like he put his head in a pool and he was like, I wonder what would happen if I stopped breathing. <laughs> and then that's just, then he woke oh, up there and he was like, oh yeah, God. Right. Like, well, the, the thing, the thing that they mentioned about the farm is you stay here forever. If you don't feed the pig, you keep dying over and over. So that kid's fine. Right. Yeah. He just probably he, responds. He, yeah, exactly. He responds somewhere else. Back, at, at, back at red base. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he should watch the replay, see how he got killed, so he can do right. Yeah, kill. You got to really pay attention to the kill cam. It's an invaluable resource. He's busy scrolling through the other player cameras. <laughs> he skipped. He skipped the kill cam. He doesn't want to improve his skill. He just wants nah, to. Kill. He's, he's <laughs> doing what I do. By and shotgun your face four twenty xx. He's doing what I do in Counter Strike Source, which is go to free cam and just try and like deftly maneuver around the map while everybody else is fighting around <laughs> until the next round. <laughs> oh, there's a guy who has a bunch of screws instead of teeth. That's oh, pretty fun. gross. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. hanging. He's hanging out with the jerk off demon, right? This oh right, right, right. He was that was the guy on the chain. He let the 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 guy with the screws on the teeth. The jerk off demon had the <laughs> the guy with the screws in the teeth <laughs> on like a leash. That's right. And like it's he so like much. thought the screws for teeth was hot, so he jacked off the ant penis. <laughs> you gotta make like, the jerk off demon like a weekly thing on this podcast. Yeah, it's there. There's nothing. Nothing's gonna top this one. That the. <laughs> The sentence he stared at me and groped his engorged penis, his head, his <laughs> breath heavy and labored. Like that's not gonna get beaten by it. When I like, when I first opened this story, I was just kind of like scrolling to get a gist of like what the story was gonna be like, and that was one of the first sentences that I landed on. I was like, oh okay, this is gonna it's gonna be like this. That's the kind of story it's gonna be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are, like to get back to really quick what I was saying like are these things demons are to, meant to torment this guy or is this are these like other people who this is how they're getting through the farm which is like I'm not sure which is worse you know what I mean but I, I, I think it evokes that it, uh, for, at least for me it, it, it evoked like this sort of like uncertainty that I thought filled out the world hmm. I wonder why they didn't do any of this stuff to him like all those people were mutilated and messed up and everything yeah. the, kid, the kid was fine maybe the kid just has to get his head blown off like every day like very <laughs> sisyphean but right but 
I mean, like none of this stuff was happening to him, and and it almost it almost felt like um, they were like actors. They're like, oh, get ready, get ready. you know, like a haunted. House. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's exactly so, what it was. Here, here he comes. Uh, get ready. All right, we're gonna. I'm, okay, the kid's gonna come in, and bam, I'm gonna blow his head off. Yeah. Oh, did you see the look on his face? He's fucking scared as hell. Yeah. <laughs> this this would be an excellent gross premise for uh, uh, like one of those extreme haunted houses. Yeah. We won't let you out, even if you're crying. You have to go in naked <laughs> to the haunted house. Um, and because, like, yeah, nothing bad happens to the main character at all. He just sees a bunch of gross stuff. I guess when he feeds the pig, that's the first bad thing. <laughs> and that gets mutilated into a million pieces. Yeah, maybe that's a bad thing that happens in the story. Yeah, but otherwise, what makes his other options stay like- here forever and watch all this gross stuff happen? I mean, that's not that bad. You have eyelids, you can close them. Like I guess if he was like I don't I guess if he was like I don't feed the pig they would have been like all right free for all time to uh, blow this guy's head off all the time well right yeah because I mean what's you you don't know what the rules are right you don't know if he's gonna get hungry later and have to find food somewhere in this weird place so like what do you have to do right is he gonna become one of these people who like jacks off ants or something like <laughs> is is he gonna yeah is he gonna be his own like weird character in this thing later like yeah. Where he's got, like, fucking, I don't know, like, dinosaurs, like, grafted to his body <laughs> or something. Yeah, his eyes are, uh, his eyes are little grenades. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they like, blow up every hour. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what's the spookiest part of the story? Start with Judd. Um... I I hate to go back to the creepy, armless, scabby, bald snake uh, <laughs> man, but that that just that image was like, super gross. I wasn't expecting that. I was just imagine, you know, like the idea of a, a dude with no arms just like slithering on the floor towards <laughs> me, wearing a leash. Like kind of gross. And his like gums are all fucked up. The, the ant jizz part, like. He's afraid <laughs> one day it'll be like, oh no, it's happening to me. <laughs> I, I said I would never let this happen to me. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> Shouldn't have eaten those ants for lunch. Phil, how about you? What's the spookiest part? Uh, I thought the spookiest part, I think, is the part that you like the least, which is the kind of uncertainty that the author leaves uh, about what might happen to this guy if he stays. Or uh, And then, but yeah, I thought that kind of like the, the, the predictability of the of what was going to happen for Feed the Pig fell flat, but the, but the rest of that uncertainty I did kind of like. And I thought it was rather spooky. Phil, did they actually say what would happen if he didn't decide to stay, but then he chose to feed the pig and then it didn't work out? Because wasn't there like the idea... Yeah, that you go to hell if you don't yeah. finish feeding the oh, pig. Oh, you just you go, to, you like, go to hell, hell yeah, regular. If, if okay. he, they were just basically like, if he doesn't like... You know, all they said was, if he doesn't like how you taste, you're just going to go to regular hell. Which, right, as I as I picture it, is just constantly going up and down through a meat grinder. Like, yeah. <laughs> is you're feeding a lot of pigs all the time. Right, while there's, like, big red rocks all around you and fire coming up behind them. Mm. Um, 
for me, I think the spookiest part, uh, well, my favorite part of the story is when that lady shows up and is like, this place sucks. Uh, and I <laughs> like when she whispers to him, feed the pig, and then, like, disappears. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was interesting, because she describes how bad this place is, and then how she was too cowardly to feed the pig. And then she's still like, you should feed the pig. This place is worse. She couldn't change her mind like, and just be like, no, actually, I'd rather feed the pig now. <laughs> nah, that's not how it works, man. Mm. You have to yeah, remember, like, uh, if you take about his word... I don't think anything was particularly wrong with what, like, her existence. She was, like, she was pretty fine, wasn't she? Uh, I mean, she she mentions that everyone is always, like, raping, killing, and brutalizing each other, and then you wake up and it'll happen again (laughs) over and over. So she's Uh, probably just, I mean, they're probably in a setup of, like, oop, we got a new one, let's, uh, let's put on a real show. So, like, Mm -hmm. some of the people there can just kind of be, like, uh, normal and, like, not not uh, a hell man. <laughs> right. Uh, like, she's probably getting ignored for the sake of everyone trying to put on a good show for the main character. Who Do we ever get a name for him, or no? Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. I think he goes unnamed. Weird. Yeah, I guess that's the case with a lot of the first-person stories. Yeah. Um, especially pre-No Sleep, because they are literally supposed to be copied and pasted all around to trick people into thinking that you've met a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's, uh, that's all we have to say about this story. Let's get into our plugs. Phil, where can the people find you if you would like them to? Um, you can find me online on uh, twitter.com mostly at the moment, uh, at Sora Agrees, S-O-R-A Agrees. Jack, how about you? Um, I am also on Twitter, Cephalic on Twitter. Okay, you can find me on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram and Snapchat, JeffJK, Patreon.com slash JeffJK, where for the low, low price of $1 per month, you, yes you, can get two... Uh, little audio treats by me and a written thing. Uh, last month I ha- I did two, uh, alone car casts. Uh, I talked for, uh, 20 minutes about the Belco experiment, which, um, we're not gonna cover on the show, but I, mostly because no one else in the world has seen that movie except for me and, uh, my friend Colin who went to go see it with me, and no one else ever has ever seen it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then I spent about 40 minutes talking about the new Zelda, because I don't have a podcast about video games to talk about the new Zelda. Uh, (laughs) And all I want to do is talk about the new Zelda, because it's a fascinating departure for the series and for the developer and for uh, Nintendo. Like, their whole business model does not usually allow for this type of game, so I talk a lot about the, those interesting design choices. That's that's a return um, to roots, yo, for Zelda. That's a return to roots. That's, that's Yeah, a, a little bit good, in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, so good. that's that's all we're going to have for this episode. Join us again next Thursday to get spooked. And um, please uh, take these parting words. I looked at where the bagged man had ejaculated and saw a puddle of dead ants. <laughs> Thank you.